everyone. Welcome to episode two of Moral Dilemma. I'm Ryan. I'm Zerk. I'm Corey. And I'm Logan. And like I said earlier, you're watching Moral Dilemma. Dilemma. We did it. Yay. Did we really sync up though? <laughs> we, with that? We, I mean, it was close. <laughs> Last time was so bad. <laughs> but I'm, yes. Just uh, to let you know, I'm the guy that claps on the offbeat. Oh so uh, yeah, well, that guy I that think just, we're all aware of that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know, we know. Uh, but yeah, this is Moral Dilemma, just our, our podcast, um, where we just kind of talk about things we like, and which happen to be a lot of pop culture stuff, a lot of uh, uh, movies, TV shows, video games, stuff like that, but also, above all that, God. Yeah, Jesus. Our Lord and Savior. Our Yahweh. Lord and Savior. Jesus Cristo. Yahweh. Mi amigo. But yeah, we have a yes, we have a well. cool episode for you guys today. Um, hopefully, you guys are enjoying this. If you guys have any uh, recommendations or anything, leave them in the comments. Um, so yeah, any like questions or anything you want us to cover, topics, hot topics, current things going on. It doesn't even have to be anything related to pop culture. If there's something you really want to hear us give our opinion on or something like that, uh, hit us up. <clears throat> so to kick us off, we're gonna kick us off with a little uh, nostalgia today. We're gonna we're gonna take a trip down memory lane, and we're gonna talk about the video game consoles that we miss the most. Gaming consoles. Does anyone want to start? Anyone have something? Uh, Since I'm the old guy, I'll start here. Go for it, old guy, Um, Mister playing with sticks and snows. Ooh, okay. Uh, You know, I'm talking about the old school Game Boy, not the Game Boy Color, not Game Boy Advance. I'm talking about the Game Boy that was green and black, Mm. and you know, Ah. just. But you know, it came with Tetris. I rocked the Tetris. Uh, to this day, I still beat my wife at Tetris Ooh. most of the time. Calling out Shelly. Um, she beats me at a game called Columns on Sega. But, yeah, I just had a lot of fun <laughs> memories with, uh, with uh, you know, the Game Boy. I yeah. thought it was really cool to have a portable game system away from your TV. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Uh, just, the, just the different game types that they were able to start developing for that. Yeah. So, that, you know, that was mine. Well, what were some other games you played? You, oh, like, there was Super Mario Land. Uh, I played that. Uh, Metroid Prime. Mm, it was a Metroid game. Snap. Um, so, yeah. Or was, was it called Metroid Prime or was it called Metroid? I think back in the day it used to just be Metroid. Yeah, I think it was Metroid. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that's is that was Samus? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that was, that was a good game. There was just... I was just amazed that even though the graphics weren't amazing, that you could just play oh, yeah. on a portable Especially system. Especially Metroid. I played Metroid yeah. on my Switch because they released the uh, the like virtual machine or whatever of Game Boy things and stuff. Um, and I played through one of the old Metroid games. games. I don't know which one it was, really. But it was really good. Yeah. The storytelling was good. It shows you can have a good game if you're telling a good story without... Absolutely. The graphics aren't always what's important. It's yeah. about the quality of game. For sure. You know, like the, you know, your story progression, your, the platforming and all that stuff. So yeah. We could get more in conversation with that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, also, they're making a, a new Metroid game for Switch coming out soon. That's what I was trying yeah, to that's say. Hard. Also, the Sam's character on Smash Bros, they are, I think they're adding another Metroid character on Smash Bros. Too. They already have two, right? Ridley yeah, and Samus. So. That's probably the time I'll steal Xavier's uh, Switch and start when playing. When the Metroid yeah. characters come I missed the GameCube game. Yeah. Metroid. I heard that was really good, but yeah. I never yeah. had a GameCube. I, I never played that one either. Because I have a Wii. I could play it on there, can I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, on there. Because it's basically a GameCube. I also think there's a good Metroid game just for Wii that was like made for Wii. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So. I'll have to look that up. All right. Colby. I think mine. All right. Um, oh, you just took it. I oh, you're going to Corey. Oh, I'm sorry, Corey. <laughs> Stand down, son. <laughs> this is my time to speak. 
Um, uh, what was yours, right? I mean, does it even matter anymore? Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, Corey, go ahead. Uh, I think mine. Mine's hard. I've had a lot of really nostalgic video game consoles, but the one that I miss the most. I mean, it's still around, but I miss it being in its prime. Is the, uh, the Nintendo DS Dang specifically it. light? Yes. Dang it. There are a couple reasons for that. One is that first, well, obviously, there's a ton of good games. Um, like Pokemon. Dang I remember it. ripping through Pokemon Diamond in my day. Logan's going to say this is the same thing. I'm literally about to repeat Ryan's entire Pokemon <laughs> That's okay. But one of my favorite things about it was um, it was one of the first consoles that kind of, like handheld consoles that kind of like embraced the internet. Yeah. And there was a thing on it called Flipnote Studios. Yes. Which yes. kind of, I think, paved the way for social media social media vine tiktok things like that because it was this thing where you could like draw your own little videos it was like a super easy to use for kids thing did you ever see any of that my kids had it but i didn't i don't know if we were you guys know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah Yeah. i know exactly but i remember going through that all the time when i was a kid there was um a lot of people just being super creative with it um making their own memes and stuff uh their own little videos Uh, i remember downloading music on it through Flipnote to listen to in the car with my headphones. Yeah. But it, it yeah. was just so cool because like... No, I knew that part that you could put music on it. You yeah. Mm-hmm. You yep. put pictures on it, right? It took yeah. pictures. Yeah, exactly. So pictures. Yeah. yeah, and it, yeah, the DS still had a camera. I think the DSi had the camera, which mm-hmm. I, I also think that's where the Flipnote thing came in. So maybe I wasn't right with DS Lite. Sorry. But... Yeah, I just thought it was a cool console. The the two screen thing was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that um, was kind of revolutionary. Oh yeah, two for screens. sure. And that that you, you you thought it was kind of weird at first, but the yeah, kind of it worked logistically. So well. You had the menu down on one screen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it was kind of cool. Yeah, I remember I I played all kinds of games. I played Mario Kart, uh, Pokemon, obviously, uh, and then they also released some like uh, ports of like Super Mario sixty four and <clears> stuff. Uh, so that was really cool, but. Yeah, I'd say that's mine. We could I, get I on that soapbox so that Nintendo just likes to repeat their games on every system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> All right, Corey, now it's Logan's turn. <laughs> actually, hey, actually I, will, I will go next just because I'm going to tail off exactly what Ryan Your said. You'll bring in some new content. Yeah, no, I'll bring in new content. <laughs> I agree with Ryan. The Nintendo DS was revolutionary in the Ball family, especially yeah. our family. But um, I totally agree with you what you said. PicnoChat was crazy, or not, not the flip note. PicnoChat was cool too, though. Yeah, uh, PicnoChat was our, my first way of texting my family members. <laughs> we draw those little chats out and stuff like that. That was sweet. But um, I remember the first game I had for the DS was Cars. Mm, I remember you having that too. And the movie Cars. The movie Cars. Oh, okay. and Great game. I remember <laughs> what? ripping around. With like Mater and racing people and that—that that was such a good game. Also, how, how old were you when you had this? Thing? I have no idea. It was when you got the PSP for Christmas and I got the yeah, DS. Yeah, that's a, that's another thing. I for that Christmas I got a PSP and then got a DS, and then like he was super I think jealous <laughs> for my birthday, which is in June. Six months later, I was like, I just want a DS. I don't even. Yeah. I mean, the PSP yeah. was fine. I mainly just wanted to play that uh, Daxter game. I, See, I, yeah, love I, the, I love the PSP. I kind of mm-hmm. felt like oh, it flopped. The PSP? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like it had a lot of potential. It just didn't sell well. You guys didn't play God of War games, did you? I mean, I recently did. I have, yeah. but not, not back See, in the day. See, there's two great uh, God of War games that are on the PSP. Uh, See, not, Adam's not as heavy. He's like, yeah. 
Ascension? Is that what it was called? No, nah, it was uh, the Ghost of Spartan was one of oh, them. Oh, yeah. Chains, Chains of Olympus was Olympus. the first one. Shout out to our great. sound guy, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thanks, Adam. <laughs> he wants to be on the show. No, that's okay. I just want to add one more thing. Since I agree with everything, Pokemon Pearl was the that is the most greatest game I've ever played. That's the most that's the best game experience I had. The trading, the the absolutely just grinding with your friends. I remember playing it when upward basketball was huge, playing with my friends. It got so big that um, we didn't have Wi Fi at the time at our house. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. So mom oh, would drive you. us to Porterfield <laughs> and she and we would get Wi Fi from standing right here where that little that little office door is. There's like a little office door in the gravel. If you stood in that corner you could get the church Wi Fi. And she would take me every week to see if my trade was completed on the Pokemon Center. I also every time. Also, since Milo didn't have internet, we were forced to pretty much exclusively trade with each other. <laughs> and oh no. There's one time when Logan absolutely gypped me. Oh, really? <laughs> because I traded him one really rare Pokemon. This is a huge ex- fight. Exclusive to my game. This is huge. And he was supposed to trade me like Heatron. Yeah, Heatron. Sure. Uh, I remember the Pokemon, man. My boy Heatron. Um, but he didn't. <laughs> and so I lost my Pokemon. He didn't give it to me. So. It was a huge oh, fight. Wow. And yeah. he didn't apologize or anything. And we still haven't made up. No. Wow. We still hate each other. That's why you're sitting across from the Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's called Moral Dilemma. Yeah. So can we please stop talking about it? Actually? Yeah. I'm getting a little sure. heated. Corey. Go ahead, Corey. Okay. So now that I'm All right. Next question. I would have to say, for me, it's probably the PlayStation 2. Okay. Because... That was my second option. It wasn't my first game system. I mean, I had a Game Boy Color first, and I had a PlayStation 1, but I got both of those when I was, like, really young. Mm -hmm. So, when I got my PlayStation 2 was really when I, like, peaked in, like, my prime of liking video games. Like, that's where I learned to love video games. So, I really liked the need for speed games the original ones oh, though yeah. underground like underground 2, two. Mm-hmm. such a soundtrack on that that was this on psp too yeah and then um i also like that i think i don't know if it's the first one like this or not but i like that i could still play all my playstation 1 games on my playstation yeah. 2 like oh, they definitely. just were compatible so like i had a collector's edition of the original spyro trilogy on ps1 when it first dropped mm-hmm. so i was able to play that on my ps2 and I did the same thing with the original Spider-Man game. Um, I love those games. Um, sure. Yeah, backwards but, compatibility is a big component. Yeah. And I think that's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah, that really helped out the PS2. Yeah. yeah. But I, I loved how, like, I felt like the later... Um, some of the later like Need for Speed games and stuff kind of got more simple, but like that Need for Speed Underground Two game, you oh, had to like yeah. you had to like find the shops to upgrade your mm-hmm. car, and mm-hmm. like they didn't show up on the map until you found them. Dude, and I remember they, I was a drifting master. Oh, me too <laughs> on Underground Two. And then also, you guys were too young to play it, but Grand Theft Auto Three was the first you know major yeah. Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. game that really broke out the yeah. genre yeah. like that on there. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, I remember I went to my friend's house for a birthday party and his dad let us play Grand Theft Auto and we didn't Sweet. know it was bad. You didn't do all the good things and just no. leave a good life. Leave in the comments, no, church so family, your favorite Grand Theft Auto game. We, <laughs> we, didn't, know it was, uh, we didn't know it was bad and I uh, got home and my mom asked me what we did at the thing 
and I was like, oh, we played this video game. It was so cool. It's called Grand Theft Auto, and my mom had like heard about it. Yeah. Every mom freaked out. She started like grilling us, like, what did you see? Yeah. What did you do? Like whatever. And we were like, we were just what flying airplanes. <laughs> like yeah. we we were in the, we ran across an airport. And we're flying airplanes. <laughs> I wonder if there's yeah, that was the big controversial it. game that came out. Oh yeah, time. yeah. I mean, it still is. Even mm-hmm. the the newest that one. sold a lot of consoles. Really, yeah. if you think about it. the GTA Five is still one of the best selling games on yeah. PlayStation. Like it's still. I I mean, it, obviously, it slowed down a little bit sale wise. Side note, you can get it free. I think maybe <laughs> still on Epic Games. Oh on really? PC mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, none of us have PCs, so... Well, I'm just thinking, moral dilemma right there. I'm yeah, just telling everybody yeah, true, it's free. True. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're trying to lure us into the trap of GTA. Yeah. I wonder if anyone out there plays GTA just like a good citizen. You know, drives and, you know, false traffic laws. You know? <laughs> Adam does. Adam, does. <laughs> only, Adam, you're not on the podcast. Go, goes to the police academy and only shoots bad guys. <laughs> but it would be an interesting topic because, you know, to your point, you know, I usually steer on the side of trying to be a good person in video games. Yeah. yeah. And I have a really hard time if I'm the, the you know. Mm-hmm. Like a villain. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I, it, 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 I want to stick true to who I am. Mm-hmm. So I know some people are more co- okay with that than me. But. Well, I mean, if if the cops weren't so picky in Grand Theft Auto, maybe you could <laughs> be a good guy. <laughs> They're not picky at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've just knocked over another light. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do anything about it. I hit like five pedestrians. <laughs> didn't even get pulled over. I get one star for hitting five people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. How about a new question? Or sure. A new query. What song drives you insane when you hear it? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Any song by Ryan Ball okay. really <laughs> just <laughs> right. gets me. Okay. Just, I hate well, it. All right. Well, this I'm not going to include you. That's coming from a brother right so, there. <laughs> so, on a, for a real song note, this is super ironic. I don't know why. I cannot stand the song Happy by Pharrell. Oh. Like that song. Well, it just makes you something, mad. No, it's just like, I. it's just super annoying to me. That's just very And like ironic. when I hear it, I like. Well, I think part of the reason is because it's super short. It, mm-hmm. It's repetitive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just constantly the same lyrics mm-hmm. over and over again. And mm-hmm. you hear it 24-7. Yeah. And the, what's that movie called? Despicable Me, is that what it came out? I think so. First of all, that series was driven into the ground, and yeah. I remember when that movie sure. came out. Hey, it was associated. Yourself, right? It was associated with minions, and I hated the minions. <laughs> it just ticked me off. I agree with you, Corey. I just yeah. I just every time I hear that song, a lot of people are like, "Oh, if you hear the song, you just got to start singing it." And I'm like, "No, turn it off." Corey gets please. sad. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it's it makes me so irritated. What, how do you react when you hear that song? Like, I, I, like, like, I don't get angry or anything. I'm just things. like, turn it off. Yeah. Like, if like, I hear it on the radio, I change the, the station. How long do you just like, I'm done? Oh, I'm like just... the the first word. <laughs> he just kind of freezes I, in fear I hear the, I hear the, I hear the interlude and I turn it. <laughs> like, I don't even hear it, the words. I, I remember one time in college we were listening to that song and Corey just cried. <laughs> 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 no, Ryan, you're wrong. That was during that commercial for the ASPCA, the In the Arms of an Angel. Oh god. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that gets everybody. Yeah. That's a tearjerker for that sure. Is. My song is this you ever heard this movie called Dirty Dancing? Yeah. Yes. And it's called Careful. I, I had the time of my life. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? That song. Yeah. Oh. I had the time, time of, of my life. life. That song? Yeah. Oh, okay. I you don't like that? No. 
No. I, I feel like I haven't listened to that. Part of the reason is because my sister used to watch that movie constantly, and so anything to do with the movie Dirty Dancing, I hated that. Good mm-hmm. to know. And it's just not a good moral film, anyhow. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hence the title. I mean, what good comes out of a movie? Your sister must be a mess. <laughs> Dirty Dancing. <laughs> But that song, I just couldn't stand it. It just got my nerves. Yeah. Like anything, any, I don't know what product, because I don't care. I don't want to buy that product. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that product is that has that song, I'm sorry. You don't have any business for me. Because I don't even know what you are or who you are. I'll just stay away from it. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Um, mine definitely is... Um, Can I guess? Yeah. Reckless Love. No. Dang it. Oh. I mean, th- that is one song that I'm sick of, but I, I mean, I, I, it doesn't drive me insane when I hear it. Okay. I, I mean, I've I've played it a lot in church and stuff. And it like, just got overplayed. It just got over? I mean, old. I mean, I don't think it's been overplayed in general. I mean, I guess it kind of has, but for me, I've just heard it so many times that like, I feel like I've gotten everything out of that song that I could. Has, has the Bible been read to me? <laughs> no, but the Bible is different than the song Reckless Love, Eric. Get called out. See, I knew, I knew it was going to go there. That's why I didn't pick a Christian song. Well, just wait for my turn. Amazing Grace. I hate that. Okay. <laughs> no. Oh. Shout out to the authors, or the, the writers of Amazing Grace. I think it was just one, right? <laughs> yeah, probably one guy. But, no. <laughs> what is happening? But my, the song that drives me bonkers when I hear it, if, if, if someone in like three houses next to me is listening to it, I'll I'll know. Even if I can't hear it, I'll I'll sense the vibe. Is the song "Rude" by uh, Oh yeah, oh, that why song? you gotta be actually <laughs> that, that song? Yeah, oh. Jason Mraz. No, it's not. Is it? No, I'll, I'll figure it out. Just Look keep it up, talking Logan. about it. But the song "Rude" is, it is it's kind of like it? a it's kind of like a reggae inspired song. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And when that song came out, Magic. Yeah, Magic. Okay. Oh, Rude okay. by Magic. Shout out to them for being awful. (laughs) Shout out to them for being trash. I hate that song so much. When that song came out, I I don't I don't know. I was probably in like uh, uh, probably like eighth grade maybe, and um, around that time I got into Bob Marley. (laughs) Wow! And I thought Bob Marley was so cool. And then this yeah, and then this song comes out by this wannabe reggae band that was just awful like it's just so annoying uh awful premise tell us how you really feel <laughs> awful premise <laughs> awful song structure uh it's it's just bad and it's it just takes me off and it was annoying because everyone at the time liked it like all the eighth grade dances i'm, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just i'm just trying to vibe you know <laughs> <laughs> and then this why you gotta be so rude song comes on and i I just hated it. I, I literally could. Well, it's kind of like a. Is it like the Rolex song? You ever heard that song? Rolex, Rolex. See, yeah. I, I'd, I'd listen to that you song that a song thousand more? times. Okay. I feel like your kids like that song. I listen. Yeah. They I, used to. I don't even know if I've listened to the entire song "Rude" because every time it comes on, I immediately change it. That's how I like. I don't know. There possibly could be a second half that becomes my favorite song of all time, but I just won't get there. <laughs> the second the first half is half just is trash. <laughs> just hot, steaming trash. I hate it. In your 60s, you'll be listening to it all day long. No. You won't care. You'll no. just love it. No. <laughs> all right. All right, all right. Logan. Um, the song Other Side by Eric Eaton. Oh. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Totally joking. Eric, if you're listening. That's a banger, though. That's a good, that I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. Actually. One sec. Note. It's the best song that's come out of our area ever. You're probably right. I and, think I, and, so. and I don't even think he's realized that. I don't think he realized that. I either. agree. 
That song has... It's left a legacy. It, it has. It really we need has. to put that in the comments section so yeah. that they, people can hear it. It's yeah. a banger. We'll leave a link. Is that like on YouTube? We need to get it on YouTube. I don't think so. We I don't know do what it's on. cover for it. Put and it my dad sang in it. The actual for the bonus on. track. For the bonus. Okay. And, and that's another cool thing. Because of that song, uh, when my dad recorded on it, because I think he was working on a school project when he released that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep, yep. My dad went in and did harmonies for it, and yep. I went with him, and that was the first time I've ever been in like, a recording studio. Really? And I was like, dang, that's sweet. And Eric was just up there mixing stuff and Mm -hmm. tracking my dad. It was so cool. But yeah, that song slaps. Least favorite song is Oceans. It is a Christian Uh, song. I do not like the song Oceans. (laughs) And it's it's because I play the drums. There's this video (laughs) on YouTube where you can... Um, If you search the Oceans drummer, there's this guy who absolutely just obliterates the song Oceans on drums. And the reason I don't like it so much is because... If you're a drummer playing that song, there's a lot of pressure because you don't want to be that guy. It's got this <laughs> terrible drum part written for it. Oh, really? And yeah, it's if you talk to any drummer, I mean, Gary Province would agree. He probably, I don't know if he thinks it's the worst song ever, but I just, that song just makes me nervous to play it. <laughs> and it makes me like self conscious because I'm like, do people think I'm overplaying? Is it just, yeah, just there's, there's a, that's, that song has a, a mental factor that makes it my least favorite song. I hear it and just get like anxious that like, the drum part is just overriding the whole song. No one, lo- no one so likes. So does it. that song drive you to your knees? Just say, Lord, just help me here. Strength. Like, maybe Lose it's a song that's like the him. trials and persecution. Maybe it is my favorite song. Is that what we're getting at? No, yeah. I'm just saying that that's a song that God uses to make you persevere. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't really have a song. I, I can. Than, well, I, that you did have a song. I can that was good. It drives me crazy sometimes. Yeah. But Logan, do you want to ask the next question? Sure. Top three best TV series you've ever seen. Mm. Ooh, who wants tough. to go first? This is tough. I'll, I'll just throw one out there to sure. start. Um, well, if, if you start, you're going to do all three. Yeah. Can't keep the viewers waiting. Okay. <laughs> I'll, Listeners. I'll, a few of these might be stir- – I do not like TV series. I've never been oh. big on TV series. I'm not either, really. Because I can't, they can't – nothing keeps my attention. Even if it is something – a good show – the thought that there's like an hour episode and there's like three seasons and eight episodes, that's just a lot of time. Well, a lot of time a lot of times it's for me it's just filler. Yeah. Yeah. It's I hate I hate shows that's just all about filling the gaps. Yeah. You know, like I wanna stretch this out. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I hate that. Mm-hmm. One show that I really enjoyed, um, because it's a short T V series. Um, I like Stranger Things a lot. Oh, yeah. I thought really that was one. great. That is, yeah, that is good. I one. thought that was great. And then one that I wouldn't necessarily recommend, but it was it was cool because it was something different, was Haunting of the Hill House. Oh, yeah. That was really good. I watched that in my in a dorm room setting with all my friends. and That's a good show. That show, hands down, has the best jump scare I've ever seen in my life. And that has like locked it in my brain. A, mm-hmm. a really big jump scare that freaked everyone out in my dorm room but that show if you're not aware there's faces hidden in every episode like really? different faces hidden it's kind of huh. like psych with the pineapple i've never seen psych well psych <laughs> there's a show where they have Wait, a pineapple a, in every episode really mm-hmm. i've seen a few episodes of that but now yeah. i didn't know so haunting a hill house they have it's a haunted show you can yeah you'll have to look it up it's if you want to yeah but it's got hey <laughs> Spoilers. It's got a haunted face in like every scene. There's like, and then there's a whole like sub series of people just trying to find them and mm-hmm. pointing them out. And they're, it's really cool. Those are two. The haunting of Hill House community. <laughs> yeah. That, those are two. Uh, you'll have to come back for a third. That I, I don't watch very many TV series, to be honest. I like The Witcher, but that one is viewer discretion is advised. More dilemma. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to have a topic. We're going to have a topic. We're going to cover. Talk about that. Where. 
us as Christians should uh, stand with nudity in TV shows, movies, exactly. and stuff. So. And violence. I mean, another topic violence. Could be violence. And violence, yeah, yeah violence, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Language. Yeah. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> Corey, you go. Oh, go for yeah. it, Corey. Um, I really liked Breaking Bad. Oh, mm. frick. I, <laughs> so, the thing I liked mm. about Breaking Bad is it started with, like, him not wanting to burden his family, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's going through this medical emergency. and But it really just shows like how power and corruption can like affect your life like money just like the love of money like he got so intertwined in that whole lifestyle mm-hmm. that he couldn't get himself out of it yeah. yeah so i think that's like a really like good teaching tool even though there are some definite like viewer discretion advised moments in yeah. that whole show as well mm-hmm. like the just the aspect of um how that you can apply yeah. that to your life it's just I think a really it's good a story good, it's a good story well wrought out, well thought out. Yeah, yeah, well sure. thought out. Um, going back a little earlier, I'm gonna have to to a little bit younger. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Watching it that right was now. mine. That Loved. was mine right there. Watched though. it I right before that I came here. I'm sorry, Eric. It's all right. We've <laughs> had this discussion many times. Well, let, let's just talk. Can we talk about it together right now? Yeah, that's because, uh, spoilers. Please. Yeah. To me, it was. It's just an excellent show. Yeah, it really. I is. mean, talk about being well thought out, like mm-hmm. Breaking Bad. To your point, mm-hmm. which was a good show. And it was probably in my top. Um, but, you know, Airbender, last Airbender, I mean, yeah. tremendous. I, I hated the fact that the movie tarnished oh. Oh, yeah. what was the cartoon because the cartoon is just a great, amazing yep. show. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the movie could have had so much potential because of the cartoon, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was so poorly executed mm-hmm. that it messed it up. The only thing that I wish, like, I, I think it's the best cartoon that was ever made. Really? I really, it's just like, it just was super enjoyable to me. Eric and I have talked before about how, like, each of the different elements, their, like, bending styles are based off of real martial arts forms. That's really so, cool. So, like, they even thought, like, some of the moves and stuff are mm-hmm. compared to real martial arts. So, all of that was really thought Can out. Can you show us a few moves? Uh, yeah, later. <laughs> just uh, this is a podcast. For everyone just listening, Corey is showing us his uh, kung fu right now. Uh, water bending style. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I wish... I, I, there's no way that it, they could have done it. I, I think without tarnishing the show. Yeah. But because the air, I'm only like seven episodes in, but, but I agree. <laughs> because of like the Air Nation basically being wiped out, I wish there was a way we could have seen more of like mm-hmm. the Air Nation. Yeah. You know, like maybe even if after it was all done, it was like a flashback and like Ang was like telling his children or something someday about. And it was like a yeah. season on like well, that's the another, Nation. Maybe a conversation for a conversation for another show because I think that there are some with a movie or TV series or any 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 story you tell you have to have some secrets. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to leave something untold. I think the reason why Star Wars worked so well because there was still a lot of mystery yeah. to yeah, everything. You know, the, the prequels were okay. But the story jumping in, then you didn't know everything. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of that's a that's a thing for debate or talk about yeah. next. Though, did yeah. you have other? Um, I'm trying to think of my third. Those are like two major ones for me. I've watched a ton of series. Do you think we can oh, both yeah, lump yeah. in Clone Wars into that? <laughs> yeah, because I'm Wars I left that out. Really good. I left that out, but to me, the, the episodes are so short, and so I don't know. It was, Clo- it was if, great. if you were a Star Wars fan, I would say that Clone Wars. If you really love Star Wars, I would say that Clone Wars has to be 
a big thing for you yeah, because I, I really until like you it. watch it, you don't understand how much information gets filled in. For sure. And I even was the one that like took it the extra step and I've watched it chronologically, yep. which they made those episodes in a random order. It's just kind of like a for sure. f- like flash scenes. But I looked up the chronological order of how things happen in Clone Wars and watched mm-hmm. the movie. I actually went through and watched the movies and then put Clone Wars into the space where the movies were supposed That's to be. That's pretty sweet. And then finished the movies. So it like it makes a whole That's, difference that was quite in a the movie. It was. A <laughs> my uh, my sophomore year of college, my the my college roommate, his name is Cody. He is a huge Star Wars fan, like the biggest Star Wars fan I know. He has. He actually bought the uh, several of the really expensive lightsabers, the ones that are like four hundred dollars a piece. That they, they like, they're super heavy and they're like graded for actual sword fighting. It's cr- <laughs> Did you like, guys fight? That's sick. Yeah, we actually. For some okay. reason, maybe they I sparred? just imagined yeah. it. So when you were hanging out with him, did did you have like a popcorn bowl that was Star Wars? Or was it a popcorn? Like, machine? He has a popcorn machine that is the Death Star. <laughs> okay, that's so, there's something yeah. with that that I thought. Nailed it. And he has a he has a coffee mug of every one of the Star Wars characters, like main characters. He's got like twenty some wow. coffee. Wow, we mugs need some pictures. Yeah, I'll I'll have to. Picture didn't happen. Time. Did you get a share? Not yet. Okay, go Not ahead yet. and then I'll wrap. Up. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, so <laughs> right off the bat, the one I was going to talk about was Breaking Bad, but Corey said that. I just think it's. Uh, I don't think it's a single bad episode. I think it's a good example of what happens when you think out an entire show before you make it. Yes. Um, because yeah, because a lot of shows are kind of just hey, we'll get through this yeah, season and yeah. then we'll end. But they, yeah. I think they had a real far projection mm-hmm. of what yeah. they wanted the show. Well, because I mean, uh, there's a lot of shows where the like pilot series or season, like the the first season, is just kind of like testing the waters, which what is is what Breaking Bad was doing too. But they also planned out for the future because like i mean the the first episodes the first few episodes are just as important and uh build onto the next few seasons as Mm -hmm. as anything else so yeah i just think it's really good and i don't think they overstretched it like so many tv shows that like they're making money and Mm -hmm. they get to like the end of a season and it really should be a stopping point yeah but they think they can get more money so they keep like they're like renewed for a new season mm-hmm. kind of like what they're doing with the walking dead now oh, oh gosh oh, they should no. just they should have just oh, ended no. it yeah. but they oh, kept no. going and going and yeah. going and then it just yeah. it dilutes it see like everyone wanted more episodes of breaking bad just cuz like it was such a good show but like everyone was happy when it ended because mm-hmm. it ended in the perfect way yeah it it left a little bit of room for like future things which they did make a little a movie about yep. it which Netflix. was which was good like it was I haven't seen it it actually. didn't hurt it was, good. it was actually pretty good yeah it was it the one about Jesse yeah yes. it's okay. what happens with, with Jesse after I'm not gonna spoil anything okay um, my, my, my second that I really like is The Office yeah. um, I that think given. yeah that see I haven't seen all that so I don't yeah. feel like I could have that well I I think a lot of people like The Office because it's 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 just like funny I mean yeah. I, I obviously I think it's probably the most hilarious TV show ever but I just think that the characters especially like Michael Scott and Dwight are some of the most well written and developed characters mm-hmm. of all time well, because kind of, kind of like Seinfeld they developed yeah. the characters so well that you you watch the show you know who they are exactly you, you know yeah. what they're gonna you exactly. almost know what they're gonna do yeah and that's yeah. exactly how Michael Scott is like like when when Michael Scott and I mean obviously um, Steve Carell did that fantastic. character incredible but um like they're just everything he does is so like on brand for him 
Did you ever try the British version of that? That actually no, came but out I, I I kind of didn't do that come see out that. first. Before? It yeah. did. Yeah. Okay, it yeah. did. It's and it was a big success over there too. But I yeah. think the American Office trumped it. Oh like, yeah. huge afterwards. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they only had like a few seasons for the original one. Um, yeah, but not yeah. the only time we beat the Brits. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hopefully, there's no Brits watching World this. Deliver right there. We are World not going to go viral in the UK because of that. <laughs> Sorry, Lost guys. The whole country. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, and then my third show, um, this, I don't know, th- this top three list for me, I'm, I'm really bad at like top three of me favorites too. of all time. I'm, re- all time. I'm rethinking my entire yeah, list now. It's okay. But I'm, it's, it's I'm, fluid. Yeah. I, I'm just going to see <laughs> top three of my favorite in general. Sure. Uh, a third one is one that I just recently finished during quarantine. It's an anime. Everyone's like, oh, you're weird. But it's called Cowboy Bebop. See, I have that. I haven't it's, watched it yet. It's, it's so good. It's it's very western inspired. It's 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 made it's made like it's an anime so it's Japanese. But um it's these group of like bounty hunters that um like travel around and are just trying to like make it. Uh their ship's called the the Cowboy Bebop or something like that. <laughs> um but the characters are incredibly made. They're so realistic. Like they're it's 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 just one season with like I think 25 episodes or something Why like that. Why didn't they do more? They just um, didn't have much success. I, I I don't know a ton about the okay. why that didn't happen, but I mean, when you watch it, you like understand that like I, that there is a movie. I just realized that I haven't oh, seen really? that yet actually, but it's supposed to be a really good movie. But I mean, it, it just wraps everything up. There's um, awesome story arcs and stuff. But um, I also think it's a really good series just for anyone, even if like people don't like anime and stuff like that, because I mean, it kind of gets a bad rap. And there's definitely some like really out there stuff, but it's really good um, because I think one of the the reasons people kind of don't want to watch like foreign TV shows and stuff is because of like subtitles and listen to a different language. But this one has a really good dub, like English dub, and people actually say that it's better than the original Japanese because the voice acting is so good. But it's just a really good story, really good characters. I really like it. So, what about you, Eric? Uh, I'll just go through mine real quick because I want to move on to the scripture thing. But um, the the last Enderbender was one of mine. The last Enderbender? <laughs> yeah, the last Airbender. Sorry, Enderbender. The last um, Fenderbender. Avatar actually is the name yeah. of it. But anyhow, I really love that show. I mm-hmm. thought it was just a great show. Like yeah. to Corey's point, Little House on the Prairie is like nostalgic for the me. The OG. Like I used to watch Little House on the Prairie all the time. Oh really? And then there was another TV show that uh, the same guy uh, I can't remember his name now, but. He came up with a TV show called Almost Heaven where he played an angel. It was oh, really? Michael, uh, I can't think of his name. Maybe Michael Myers? Up. No, it wasn't Michael Myers. <laughs> What's the show called? Uh, Almost Heaven or Little House on the Prairie. Is it Michael uh, Bay? No, not Michael Bay. He blows up things. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're, you know, some of those shows just kind of were family shows that I used to watch and, and, and things with with you know, my mom or my sister. So mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. Michael Landon, Watches. Michael Landon. That, mm-hmm. That's him. So, uh, I guess let's go ahead and move into the characters of the Bible. What we're going to do is kind of talk about who's, what character in the Bible do you relate to? Uh, it doesn't have to be your favorite one. Yeah. Just one, one character in the Bible. You I can go to. first on this. Sure. Uh, so I feel like this one's more of someone who I look up to. Sure. Not really. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to relate to this person, but I think that he's, such a good example of like what we should be that I don't even 
Steve, my, my name's not it. <laughs> Eric's not in the Bible. So it, it, it's Mark Eaton. <laughs> no, it's Moses, uh, which is super generic, but um, I just really like how Moses... How is that generic? That's not generic. You're he literally split an ocean yeah. for Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying Moses is generic. I'm saying, that my, fa- oh, saying no. my favorite. No, oh, okay. I mean, and, uh, I also really like David, but I'm going to say Moses. Um Mainly because just his willingness to just follow God into wherever he leads him is just really inspiring to me. Um, Because obviously when he was leading the people through the desert, he had no idea what was going to happen. He just knew that God was going to be with him and he let him go before him. And so a verse that goes with that is uh, Exodus 33, 12 uh, through 13. Says Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. I just think that's a cool, uh, it's, it's just a very personal moment for him because he's kind of like writing. I mean, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't write Exodus, did he? Yeah. Oh, he, he wrote yeah. Exodus? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I should, I should, I should know that. That's anyway, <laughs> but uh, I, I just think it's a really personal moment for him because uh, he's obviously letting God know that he, he does have kind of doubt, but he's he's making that known, giving it to him, and continuing on his way because he has this huge uh, task for him to lead all these people. Well, the w- one interesting thing about him is that I think he knew ahead of time that God was going to use him, mm-hmm. but he kind of thought it was going to be his way. Yeah. And that's when he killed the person exactly. that was leading the yeah. slaves. Mm-hmm. And then he leaves, and then he kind of loses where he's supposed to be. Exactly. He loses his identity, and God's like, no, I am going mm-hmm. to use you. Yeah, because that's, I mean, Moses' faith, I think, is just something that can really be modeled, mm-hmm. or sh- should be modeled. Because, um, I mean, he... He has this this task that God's having him do, and he really has no idea what's going to happen. But he just knows that God's with him, and he's he's going to do whatever it takes to to please God. So yeah, that's mine. You look right at me, Eric. Yep. <laughs> um, I'd say for me, I kind of had an interesting perspective on this question. When I first saw this, I I thought of the relationship between Paul and Timothy. Mm-hmm. So I really liked that. I really like the the relationship they have of Paul being kind of Timothy's like mentor and the letters that Paul wrote to Timothy for like encouragement and talking a lot about uh, first second Timothy you know endurance through the suffering so I kind of took that along like some traits that I see that I am drawn to of trying to take people under my wing and trying to keep up with people trying to um trying to check in with people and see how they're doing and try and draw them back and encourage them. Mm-hmm. I'm When I took the spiritual gifts class here, encouragement was one of the five of my, the spiritual gifts that we discovered. So I thought that was really cool. I just like... Oh, you just had five? <laughs> <laughs> Eric, stop. He's out talking of, about Jesus. <laughs> out of my 45 spiritual gifts, that was my top five. <laughs> Anyway, Eric. Eric's just flexing on us with his spiritual gifts. <laughs> Weren't you? You were involved in that class too, so you you brought it on to me. You were huh? the one who made me do the class. Oh yeah. So there we go. It's a great class. Shout out to Mark for uh, instructing it. I did it with Corey's sister too, Katie too. That was fun. Um, anyway, I liked that relationship a lot, and I saw a lot of traits that I looked up to for Paul for um, 
I don't know, the letters, if you were to kind of translate into today's generation of like, I could see myself sending text messages to my friends mm. and like saying yeah. like, hey, I like. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm still stuck with my last comment. <laughs> I don't know if you know Eric Leeson, but he pulls out one funny joke and it's going to override the rest of the conversation. <laughs> Sorry, good. No, I just, like I said, I just like that. I like the, the aspect of Paul checking up on Timothy, yeah. even though Timothy may have been, he was kind of commending Timothy for his faith and doing a good job of being persistent and mm-hmm. encouraging him to stay, to stay um, on top of things and to not fall into false teaching. Yeah. I can see myself doing that a lot for my friends that I reach out to them and say like, Hey, you know, things are, I know things are kind of rough now, but um, how are you doing? What's, what's yeah. up? What's new for you? So I really like that parallel between, you know, letters and text messages and talking with people. So I that, think you do a really good job with that. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. I, I, I've seen you do that. I've mm-hmm. seen you do that with uh, whether it's students. And, mm-hmm. and I, I think I've seen you do that some too, right? Well, thank you. Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm more no, of, I'm, I'm not saying that Corey does me. do that yeah. because I'm he does it to me. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> so but I do want to say that Logan, you uh, I appreciate yeah, it. I see it. Uh, if I, I'll just share this little sure. verse. I mean, read First and Second Timothy. That pretty much encompasses everything I just said. <laughs> um, but one that stuck out was Second uh, Timothy one eight. It says, "Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me of His prisoners, but share in the suffering for the gospel by the power of God." So, <laughs> again, that's just what Paul was telling Timothy. You know, share in the suffering; it's going to happen. And he's reminding him that the key words are reminder, suffering, and endurance throughout that whole passage. So I really like those. It's really good. It's kind of fire. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's good. So <laughs> I had a really hard time picking between. So I, I kind of also have like a different perspective of how I looked for this um, because it's like you relate to. Um, I had a hard time picking between David and Paul <clears throat> because. The way I looked at this is I really like, I think as Christians, a lot of times we think of like the heroes of the Bible and think of like how amazing they must have been and like kind of elevate them to a different status. But David and Paul, like both, and I'm specifically going to talk about Paul, like the Bible also like majorly highlights the things they did wrong. So like we kind of, a lot of times we just I feel like we ignore that and just think oh they're like some person I can't attain like yeah. I can't become and like Paul was literally persecuting and murdering Christians and so I I think that if God can specifically speak to that person and speak to the person that's sure. doing something wrong like that and say no I'm going to change your life and you're going to do this for me yeah. like I just think that kind of encourages me because it shows me that even though I know I've done things wrong and sometimes I'm like, man, I don't know if I should like lead this or do work with yeah. these people or whatever, because I feel like I'm not good enough. You know, he took Paul and like stopped him dead in his tracks and mm-hmm. changed his life. So I specifically put acts nine on my list for that because this is when he's on the road to Damascus and he got, he got authority to go and capture um, anyone, any Christians that might be in Damascus and bring them back to Jerusalem and uh, he Saul was blinded and uh, stopped in the road and Jesus asked him why he's persecuting him directly so mm-hmm. not only was he doing something wrong but he was completely opposing God like yeah. Yeah. just doing the exact opposite 
and but Jesus spoke to him and said, "Rise and enter the city, and I'm going to tell you what to do." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just think that's really cool because it just reiterates that God can use anybody, yeah, mm-hmm. no matter yeah. where they're from, where they're at, or yeah. what, what they've been through. Yeah, because I think we think late Paul, like Logan was talking about a lot, um, like his work with Timothy and being in prison and stuff like that. For but sure. but the fact that he was such a bad person against God and then God was like no you're, mm-hmm. you're gonna listen to me now mm-hmm. I just think I, that's I like cool. that a lot Corey because sorry Eric that's all right. I didn't this is really quick but I think a lot of people view the, the quarantine area we're in right now as a, an issue with being able to evangelize people and being able to reach out mm-hmm. to people but again if you take the facts <clears> from the Bible of you know how you know Paul was changed you know from yeah. you know killing Christians and uh, persecuting people for their faith to being the guy who is encouraging others, what you see in First, Second Timothy. I think it's cool how it's kind of bounced off. You talked about yeah. pre-Paul and post-Paul. Yeah. And so I think that's really cool, and it's just encouraging you guys. People are listening to now's the best time to reach out to people because if anything, they're more hurt now. You yeah. know, yeah. a lot of yeah. people are are having a hard time by themselves. So yeah, a well, text I'm... now, especially for how much people are on their phones. So a text message, kind of like the, the letter that Paul wrote to Timothy, could be huge for someone's life right now. And yeah, if definitely. God can change Paul. He can change anyone. So. Absolutely. And it kind of piggyback off that mine is uh, John the Baptist. Mm. I am oh, a yeah. voice of one calling in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. That's for John chapter 1, verse 23. Yeah. The reason why I think about that is like, uh, I also think about why he came was mm-hmm. to prepare people's hearts for Christ. Yeah. That's what, if I could be that, if I could just be someone that kind of helps people to look towards Jesus. Mm-hmm. I would, that'd be awesome for me. For That's sure. what mm-hmm. I, I hope that. I think you've already life, done that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Sometimes I agree. Sometimes you question whether you, you do a good job or you, you do this right, and sometimes you get caught up in the details when mm-hmm. the overall goal is to reach people mm-hmm. for Christ. Yeah. No, definitely. No, I think you do a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. I I really Thank admire you. how you always kind of push people to like use their talents and stuff to. For sure. And step outside their comfort zone. Exactly, yeah. You know, like, you're you're really encouraging about that. We love you, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. You just put a doggy out sometimes. <laughs> I mean, your hair today is just fantastic, too. <laughs> is it sticking up? No. And the stash is, is it's great. No, but, uh, I, I mean, obviously, you've given me a lot of opportunities to do things like that. I mean, obviously, with, like, with the church internship. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, that, that was kind of your idea to even start that, which has been has really helped people kind of see how they can use their talents for, for God. I mean, I, I know you encourage me all the time to use like my video editing thing or my music and stuff. And you always give me opportunities to do that. And I think that's really, that's really cool. Well, I think everybody just like, uh, Logan mentioned about the spiritual gifts that everybody has talents and mm-hmm. abilities. And I look at around the table and I look down over there and I think about Hi, Adam. how hey, God, Adam. how God Adam. uses every single person and every single person has a gift and talent. And if we can cultivate that, yeah, then it's just sure. need to give people opportunity, just like this. I mean, this is just an opportunity for us yeah. to learn to to see how this goes. Yeah. So, do you yeah. want to close this up? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, thank you guys for watching Moral Dilemma. Um, we're still just kind of trying to figure out what this whole thing's going to be like, but uh, <laughs> it's a it's a terrible mess. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little messy, but uh, we're we're, we're arguing it. about the logo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're currently working on a logo, so hopefully by the time this is released, there's a uh, maybe that could be a whole podcast. Yeah, <laughs> talk about the logo, uh, but yeah, thank you guys for watching. Uh, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about, uh, let us know. Um, but yeah, hope you guys have a good week, good month, good year. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this. Later. 
See ya. See ya.